This is episode 46 for Tuesday, May 3rd, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering style 17C, We Heavy. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. And we're back. Top of the morning to ya. Hey. Well, there's OCD sample. <laughs> he was what? waiting for this moment. <laughs> it was. Since Our the... first ever Scottish style episode. Mm. I'm excited. Beer. It's Yeah, it's beer. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, we are back and we're joined by Chris and Sawyer and Eddie Hello. and Sakar is with us today. Yo, yo, yo. And we are <laughs> back in studios. Well, we have one studio. Yeah, I actually had to look up the Google Maps to get here because we no, haven't been in uh, in the studios a long time, so yeah. I didn't know where we're going. The studio's in my house, and, and you've I been here. Had to look at Google Maps to get your house. Should I check Swarm and see how many times you've checked in <laughs> while he's asleep? What? Speaking of which, oh. check us out on what? Swarm <laughs> and Twitter and Facebook and everything. I'm confused. But and yes, Google. Back. So. It feels like it's been forever since we've recorded. That's why I say that. Since yep. you've been gone. How? Since you've been gone. <laughs> All right, we're not going to get sued. We'll sing the different notes. Since you've been gone. There you go. What? I haven't had for the first time. All right, cut. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right, so how you guys been? It's been a while. Okay. Good. Been Hungry. great. I'm tired. Tired? Yes. Not a little tired. A little tired. A little tired. All right. There's been some brewing happening. <laughs> yeah. My wife's first beer, well, it was her idea. I yeah. came I up with the recipe and I beer. brewed it, but it was her beer cool. idea. What's yeah, yours so. is hers and what's hers is hers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's yeah. a uh, banana bread, banana, banana nut bread. Beer, so I chose a nut brown and vine stefaner yeast. I'm gonna ferment it really hot. Hopefully, some of those banana characters will come through, and that's it. But I just I have fun. Do you, Sawyer? Really? Do you? Yeah, maybe. I, I brewed a quad yesterday, small nice. batch, because I wanted to. My bottle supply is dwindling in the back closet, so I realized I need to replace that. <laughs> but then I also brewed a beer that needs to sit for a long time, so. I'm going to fill up a bunch of bottles with beer and then won't be able to drink them for several months. So that kind of defeated my purpose. But anyways, I've got a quad. You got a bottle condition? or 
Yeah, the Belgian styles traditionally are bottle conditioned, so they need to sit. They won't. They. What happens? Why? Why do they burst sometimes? Is it because you put too much sugar, fermenting sugar, in it, or? Yeah, uh, if you bottle before they uh, completely ferment down, uh, and then so you're. Anytime you bottle, you have to add priming sugar, so you're adding more sugar on top of what is already there. Right. So then the yeast wake up, and the bottle's like, "Oh my god, this is good!" Oh wait, there's still more to eat, and then they produce more CO2 than what the bottle can handle. Right, right. too much pressure. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, I've so done a lot of reading up on that since my accident. So you're yeah. going to add it to a keg first, or are you just going to go directly into bottles? Now I'll do primary. Uh, I'm going to ferment primary, and then I will switch to a secondary maybe in a month or so. Since I know it's going in bottles, I can just let it sit. And so then, then you go into a carboy. Yes. Okay. So primary carboy and then a secondary carboy maybe in a month or so. And then I'll take a reading then to see where it's at. If it needs to be repitched to go down further, then I can do that. Um, but I'm certainly not going to make the mistake of bottling before it's ready. I've done that too many times. And <laughs> what's in your glass right now, gentlemen? Air. Baru Blonde. Ooh, that's, that's, that's bad. I know. Yeah, most of us are drinking Chris's Blonde. Which is version two? Yeah, it just came out. Not Virgin too long ago. two? Version. Oh, I it's am okay. drinking it's the quad actually. Oh, yeah, the one that's not chilled. Yeah. that's supposed to be aging. That you Lol. keep pulling one, off of. The one that I brewed yesterday, and he's already getting into it. You know. <laughs> oh, wow. that was. I nice. actually have some news. So, I just accepted a position in Rapid City, South Dakota. Whoa! Right. Nice, Congratulations. 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 He'll be a lot closer so, to Colorado than we are, so he'll yeah. probably get some good beer up there. Yeah. Beer. So yeah. this will be one of my few beer. last few podcasts that I'll be on unless I call in. Oh, man. Nice, dude. Of course, of course you're going to call in. And when I visit, of course. Yeah. But. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, congratulations. Yeah, That's awesome. Beer. I appreciate it. Yeah. And in terms of that, I've also been called for a job interview. In South Dakota? High five. At the DFW airport. Oh. Oh. Getting back in the planes. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I haven't haven't called him back yet to set up the appointment, but we'll just see how how good of a fit it's going to be. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hear that job's pretty fly. I have some news also that I forgot about because it's been so long that oh. we haven't brought this up on the podcast. Oh, okay. I submitted my barley wine to the National Homebrew Competition and got first place in the yeah. regional contest. Yeah, man. Yeah, we just got shown up, so I hear. Huh? We just got shown up. Yeah, we did. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to do that. No, it's, no, it's, it's okay. Cool, of course you did. We're so, just getting no, jobs. Just You're just better than yeah. everything than everybody else. <laughs> so I have to um, box up three more bottles to send to finals. Cool. There goes the rest of my barley wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'll have a couple more. I'm going to submit to Blue Bonnet next year because I cool. missed the boat on that this year, which I'm kind of glad now because it'll have another year to age before yeah. I send it off to Blue Bonnet. And if I did that well at Nationals... Maybe I'll get a Stein at Blue Bonnet, yeah. which yeah. would be freaking awesome. That man. would be freaking high awesome. five. So we'll see. Nice. We'll see how that goes. I just got to not drink any more of it for the next year, which will be difficult. Oh, you should convince Sirkar not to drink any more of it. 
Sirkar's moving to South Dakota, so <laughs> <laughs> he might blow up before he leaves. <laughs> he doesn't know where they're hidden. Oh, <laughs> for Good. now. Anyway, well, so. we do want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Thank yes, you for listening. Absolutely. Thank you for being here, for sticking with us through all of our crazy shenanigans. Yeah, so many more of you guys. And we all really of, appreciate yeah, that. all of our new listeners that are yeah. you know here because of our recent exploits mm-hmm. to Division yeah. Brewing and yeah. Cool Keg okay. and yeah. All those yeah. guys. So and welcome, George. Thanks if you're out there listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can find uh, us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And check out our website, Untapped. Okay, all well, over the place. let me let me just do a quick little disclaimer here. Check out our website. Whoa, that's a new drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was pretty cool. Sakar, silence your phone. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, uh, that reminds me. Uh, <laughs> let me just do a quick disclaimer here. We've been talking about Google Play for a long time. Long time. I did get an email about three weeks ago saying that the podcasts on Google Play are now live. Nice. However, every time I've gone to Google Play and searched Brew Styles, I haven't been able to find it. So wow. that's a work in progress. Uh, I don't know if they're kind of phasing it in and only opening up certain number of podcasts at a time. But eventually, we've already been pre-approved for Google Play. So eventually, we will be on Google Play. Okay. So yeah, cool. It's kind of out of our hands. Yeah. You know, we did what we needed to do. And it's just kind of, you know, Google Play was supposed to go live like six or eight months ago. Yeah. Hey, if they're holding it for a good reason, then... Hopefully it's not much better when it actually well hopefully comes better be in HD it happens. We changed our intro for episode twenty two, and we just mentioned for... Google Play in the intro. Yeah, and this is episode forty six. So <laughs> there oh you gosh. go. <laughs> so there you go. That's how long ago it was supposed to happen. But anyway, so there's a disclaimer. Thanks for the update. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is seventeen C We Heavy. Overall impression, rich, malty, dexterous, and usually caramel sweet. These beers can give an impression that is suggestive of a dessert. Complex secondary malt and alcohol flavors prevent a one-dimensional quality. Strength and maltiness can vary, but should not be cloying or syrupy. Aroma, deeply malty with a strong caramel component. Lightly smoky secondary aromas may also be present. Could that be from the water? Does it say that? Continue on. Uh, may also be present adding complexity peat smoke is inappropriate mm. we'll come back to that in a minute okay peat smoke pp smoke peat yeah. oh. is inappropriate yeah if like, peat comes over on your brew day say hey go back home leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. stop it no peats allowed diacetyl should be low to none low to moderate esters and alcohol are often present in stronger versions <laughs> hops are very low to none and can be slightly earthy or floral Appearance light copper to dark brown color, often with deep ruby highlights, clear. Period. Should uh sorry, usually has a large tan head which may not persist. Legs may be evident in stronger versions. <laughs> Flavor richly malty with significant caramel, particularly in stronger versions. Hints of roasted malt may be present, sometimes perceived as a faint smoke character. However, peat smoke is inappropriate. As some, as may some nutty character, all of which... Nuts. 
may last into the finish. <laughs> oh, here it is again. Peat smoke is inappropriate. Hot flavors and bitterness are low to medium low, so the malt present should dominate. Diacetyl mm. low to none. All this was said before. Esters may suggest plums, raisins, or dried fruit, so you might get some of that in there. The palate is usually full and sweet, but the finish may be sweet to medium dry, sometimes with a light, roasty, grainy note. Mouthfeel, medium full to full-bodied, with some versions, but not all, having a thick, chewy viscosity. A smooth, alcoholic warmth is usually present and is quite welcome since it balances the malty sweetness. Medium carbonation. Comments. Also known as a strong scotch ale. So we heavy scotch ale, same thing. Cool. The term we heavy means small strong and traces to the beer that made the term famous. Fowler's we heavy, a 12 guinea ale. Historically the strongest beer from a Scottish ale party guile. So basically, if you look at the old guidelines, they, they split it up differently in the new ones. But in the old guidelines you have um, 60 shilling, 70 shilling, and 80 shilling, which is how much the beer cost back when the style was, you know, when where it traces back to cost you 60 shillings, 70 shillings, 80 shillings. You're basically paying for the alcohol content. Got it. The wee heavy came from the smaller amount of beer that you get. It came in a wee glass and it was heavy because it was high alcohol. So you paid more money for the more alcohol you get in your beer. And they call it a wee heavy because it was small and it was heavy. So that's where, that's where the, the term comes from. Okay. Um, now, to get back to the smoke character, because as Travis and I know, there was a point of contention with someone else that we know. Bum, bum, bum. A small amount of smoke character is appropriate, as the guideline said. However, peat smoke is inappropriate. So if you take peated moss and smoke it, well, like over over fire, and you get that smoky character, and you, um, you basically. That's for a different podcast. <laughs> so peat is we're talking about beer. Peat is moss. So if you, okay, so way way back then when they were making their grains and they were roasting their grains, it was over an open fire, and so mm-hmm. they would put peat or moss on the fire to make this. Oh my gosh, to make the smoke, and that would transfer into the grain. Okay, so it's saying that that type of smoky character is inappropriate. However, the base water that was used to brew over there was pulled out of rivers, which there's moss on rocks. So Ah. if you get some of the smokiness from the peat moss from the base water, that's okay. That's within style. But not from the smoke. But not from smoky malt that you actually put into the beer and Got so what sometimes people will do is in order to get that hint of peat smoke in the style they'll put some smoked malt as part of their grain bill that's not appropriate you mm. shouldn't do it that way so if you read the characteristic ingredients it says well modified pale malt with roasted barley for color blah 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 at the bottom it says peated malt is absolutely not traditional so in order for people to get that slight smoke character they would put peated malt in their grain bill and that's saying it's not appropriate. So if you want to brew this beer to style traditionally, you would have to use water from Scotland to that, get that, had is yeah. the, that has the, the peated character in the base water. So mm-hmm. then if water has peat moss in it, that is okay. But if the yes. malt is peated, peated then no, then that that's is not, not okay. okay. 
People are so picky. That's the only reason Pete's that they sake. included that too, because for their 2015 uh, release, they wanted to be more worldly. It didn't want to be um, like these styles from an American point of view. It wanted to be if you have a Scottish beer in Scotland, what would it be like? And so that's why they say, well, if it has a slightly light peat character, that's because it comes from the water. That's fine, you know. Or like a a British bitter. You know, by the time they make it in Britain and uh, England, and then it comes over to America, it's a different beer than it was there. So, so the, they have written the guidelines to how it should be in the region of its origin, fresh. Right. If you read the other guidelines for Scottish beers, in the comments it says smoke character is inappropriate as any found traditionally would have come from the peat in the source water. So it says that specifically in the guidelines. Source if there's water. any peat character, it comes from the source water, not from any peated or smoked malt added to the grain bill. Did you give me guidelines for this on purpose? <laughs> no, it was your turn. <laughs> okay. Yep. Thanks, Chris, for giving us a little brief introduction to history. <laughs> yeah. Now Sawyer is going to give us. There goes about half of my questions. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's all good. It, it always did, happens that way. It really did, does. I'm going to rearrange things so he's not right in front of you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like beer. <laughs> Anytime well, there's something I like, I do a lot of research. Anyways. Do a little gonna, bit of research. <laughs> we're going to attempt to do trivia today. OCD sampling. Uh, theme music, please. If you still have it. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Hopefully uh, you all know how this works by now. Uh uh, what what should a ring in word be today? It has been a long time since we've done this. Yeah, yeah. really. How do yeah. you say beer let's, in Scottish? Well, I was going to say, let's have our buzzword be smoke. Okay, I'm fine <laughs> with that. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so Do you want me to not play? No, you can play. Okay. You already answered like half the questions, so. That's why I was asking you. How no, you, you might as well play. Okay. Because <laughs> everyone knows now. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so today's buzzword is smoke. <laughs> and, but you have to uh, say it's smoke. Yeah. All right. Number one. Not now, John. The Wee Heavy is also known as the A, Scotch Ale, B, 90 Shilling, C, Oprah, D, both A and B. Yeah, was popping. What? Smoke. Yes, Smoke. Scotch Ale. Wrong. (laughs) What? Wrong. Smoke. But that's also... True. From all, from Smoke. my research, that's not completely. But it's true. Correct. It is true. Not a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Okay. So what? Smoke. Ninety shilling. That's so D. Incorrect. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a ring? Sakar is trying to Smoke. read. Oh, I didn't hear him. Yes. Okay, Sakar. I don't remember the answer choices now. Okay, I'll read them again. It's D. A Scotch ale. B ninety shilling. C Oprah and D both A and B. Oh well. No. Both A and B. Thank you. That is correct. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> number two. Uh oh. OCD samples throwing a fit. <laughs> oh, technicalities. He's going to like this next one then. What is the shilling system? Number A. Number <laughs> yes, I did that on purpose. Are you sure? Yes. It is a system used to determine the cost of a beer depending on its alcohol content. B. It is something that OCD Sample came up with yesterday to make uh, this style more fancy. Yeah, sorry. I'm not awake yet, I guess. 
C. <laughs> it is a big word that Donald Trump used once in a speech because he has good words. <laughs> D. All of the above. Pete. I mean, smoke. smoke. Uh, who was that? Travis. I'll give it to Travis. Okay. That's right. The answer is A. That is correct. The answer is A. Holla! Which is? It is a system used to determine the cost of a beer depending on its alcohol content. All right. There you go. So currency. I said it the same time. Well, I just don't want people to have to rewind to hear the answer choices. Three. <clears throat> oh, my God. What are the three... Oh, I'm sorry. What are the different shilling categories? A. Light, heavy, export, and we heavy. B. That's four. I didn't mean to say three. I'm oh, sorry. I okay. meant to say the. <laughs> Let me read the question again. OCD Temple stays again. <laughs> My Can bad. You count Sawyer? No, I can't. What are the? How Sawyer are you drunk? I'm, I'm actually okay, believe it or not. I just can't talk today. I can't English. <laughs> what are the different shilling categories? There we go. A. Light, heavy, export, or we heavy. Not or, and. B. Light, <laughs> medium, English. dark, burnt. C. It's yellow. <laughs> Cracker, toasty, roasty, oh God. D. Any of these in their reverse order. Oh my God. Wow. What in the. Oh my. Smoke. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, Chris. A. That is correct. A. Light, heavy, export, we heavy. Very good. Or yeah. 60, 70, 80 shilling, and we heavy. Thank you. 90 <laughs> shilling. What about roasted? <laughs> All right, number Ain't no four. crackers here. Number four. What was the price per category? <laughs> <laughs> These are all the same question reworded. Yes, I know. <laughs> Again, I didn't think you'd get to it. Can I? Can I just yes, answer without yes, the answer? Okay, please. so sixty shilling was it cost sixty shillings to drink the beer or to buy the beer, and so on and so forth. So light, yes, heavy, seventy, export, we eighty. Heavy. We have eaten 90 shilling. Number five. <laughs> the heather flower is a common ingredient in which beer style? A, barley wine. B, imperial blonde. C, imperial stout. D, Scottish ale. D. Smoke. Oh, smoke. Yes, Eddie. D. Yes. Oh, Eddie's on the board. Yay. <laughs> Yay, welcome. <laughs> All right, this is a true or false. This is our last question. And... Uh, this has nothing to do with this style. Sour! <laughs> oh. Smoke. Okay. Ghostface killer. I haven't even read it yet. So this is true or false. <sighs> okay. British men have been found twice as likely to know the price of their beer as their partner's bra size. A poll reported in Britain's Prima magazine found that 70% of males knew how much their beer costs, but only 38% knew the correct size of their mate's bra. I'm going to say true. Smoke. Yes, Chakar. True. That is correct. <laughs> that is true. Dude, bro. Or an then slightly cranked up bush. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your trivia for today. I have five. <laughs> That's the outro music. All right. Nice. Well, we have a lot of good examples today. We're excited to get to them. And so we'll let you listen See. to music for about uh, 10 seconds, and then we'll be back with you. All right, guys. So uh, although we don't have a 
commercial example. Uh, I feel like we've got some pretty good ones. Uh, we're going to start it with the beer I brought, which was, which is. Saw <laughs> <laughs> so yours already drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm laughing at what just happened. Did I, oh, that we what didn't did get just on happen, Sawyer? Never mind. Continue, Eddie. Lots okay. of stuff. So I've got, uh, I brought a pretty good example, I think. I love you. It's the uh, Raw and Sons Iron Thistle, which uh, it's got what, what kind of bottle? Uh, that is a like a it's a brown bottle, but <laughs> it's more like a tan label with purple and uh, black lettering. Okay, thank you, Sawyer. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> this is their. Uh, this was their first National Grand Champion winner, and the 2012 uh, Great American Beer Festival Silver Medal winner. Uh, they say it's. They describe it as a dark Scottish ale with a bold taste, dominated by a smooth, sweet maltiness, balanced with a low hoppy bitterness. Uh, so don your kilts and enjoy. That's what they say. Uh, Wait, down your kilt. Don. Oh, don don your kilt. <laughs> I'm not gonna down my kilt. <laughs> that sounds weird. And this is a eight percent beer, uh, thirty five IBU. It's a dark brown color, according to their uh, their description. And they use uh, warrior hops. So I realized that I didn't mention the vital statistics, so we should probably bring that up. Um, FG ten eighteen to ten forty, so a medium to full bodied. Okay. Okay. ABV six point five to ten percent. So this is going to be obviously on the heavier side. Oh yeah. So the Farokista. No. <laughs> so where was this one, Eddie? This ABV? is an eight percent. Okay, so it's right in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys are interested, they've got a, they used pale malts, Vienna, light crystal, wheat, chocolate, and Carafa special too. Um, How drunk was I last time when I was at Blue Bonnet? Because uh, I gave Iron Thistle a five. Well, that's pretty good. It's deserving. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yes. Because that's the last time I've had this beer. Don't preconceive anything and taste it and see how you feel. Which was like two years ago or a year ago. This is a fantastic beer. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. This is honestly one of my favorite things from them. Yes. This was the first beer I had by it. Well, it's really clear. Uh, Definitely a dark ruby color. Yeah. Tan head. More small bubbles than anything. Right. Smells yeah. of caramel and malty yeah. sweetness. Yep. Yeah. Like exactly what like I get. Packer Shore. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> this is definitely my first favorite raw beer. Um, oh, yeah. This is definitely a five. What? Yep. Okay. I was yep. doing right then. Super good. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. Now, I get a lot of caramel in the flavor and a slight bit of peat. From the source water, not from smoked malt. <laughs> okay, I, I've never really encountered peat before. What exactly does it taste like? Dank. Okay, so dank is cute. No, I, kidding, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gotcha. Was, that was Randall. Okay, not so Pete. think think back to <clears throat> Roush beer. You got time? Play it. <laughs> Thank you. To Roush beer. <laughs> The smoked character that we got yes. was more like a beefy smoke. Right. Okay. This, I think peat smoke is more like a, maybe the campfire smoke or oh. plant smoke. Like think about if you throw green leaves or some kind of green wood on, yeah. a, on a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I see what you're saying. Now. That's the, the more peat 
style smoke. I get that. So now I'm smell Eddie's wood. So please, <laughs> would you consider peat smoke more? Like, okay, so like you just said, um, peat smoke would be more like vegetation versus yeah, because, a roush would be more like the smell smoke. that a piece of beef that was smoking would give off. Yes. So okay. when I say peat smoke, I don't want people to think actual smoked peat. Or, oh, I was thinking of like or, a person named Peak just like no. smoking. Or peat malt. The only peated character you should get would be like if you were to go out to the stream and take some water out and there's peat moss on the rocks that are in the river. That's the only peated character you should get. Because like I said, the, the BGCP's guidelines say from the source water a peated note from the source water it's not smoke but it's a similar tinge if that makes any sense i see what you're saying this is a good beer i'm glad i gave it a five to begin with it's Um, a fantastic i mean this is it's been a year since i've had this beer it's a january release so it's been on the shelves for a few months but that's okay is it february so is this seasonal yes okay Five Helen Deville you're writing. <laughs> Hold on. Before, before we get to that. Nope, think my- February release. Have, have any of you ever tasted unfermented wort? No. Yes. That's yes. what this tastes like to me. Like it's real grainy and sweet. It's really sweet. I like the sweet flavor of it because it's, it's still balanced. Uh, I like it. It's not Ooh. Uh, too heavy. Like if you like take some just some a little bit of wort from your kettle <clears throat> as you're transferring into the carboy before you put your yeast, you know, pre-fermentation. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of what this tastes like to me cuz it's sweet, it's grainy. Okay. Okay, yeah. But I, I see what you mean. Does anyone get a wee bit of uh, not smoke? <laughs> wow. A wee bit? Alcohol? A, a wee bit of alcohol. Yeah, like uh warmth anything. <laughs> On the very 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 back end after you swallowed maybe a Two or three seconds later, okay. I could, I can see where you're coming from. Okay, yeah, I get just a hair. <laughs> <laughs> I get almost kind of like a. You got to the hair. Maybe it's because I've been drinking for a while, but almost a nutty taste as well. A little bit of a nutty taste. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I just get the nuts. Mm. What What mm. about cinnamon? I don't pick. No, it's cinnamon. It's more, no cinnamon. more caramel. No cinnamon. Yeah. You just wanted him to play the drop. That's why he said cinnamon. Yeah. So, Poundability, this is a fantastic beer. I gave it like a 4.5 on Untapped. Maybe not as far as 5. But, Poundability, I would say 6. This is a sipping beer. Absolutely. I would say 6 as well, but I did give this a 5 on Untapped. And I think it deserves every point. Yeah. Great flavor. Yeah. Would I want to chug it? No. 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 Mm -mm. Not unless it were like super cold. No. Would you want to chug it or could you chug it? Uh, Neither. I'd go with a seven. I would not want to chug it if I could. I could. I'd give it a seven. Like if somebody held a gun so, to your head and said, chug yeah. this beer. Like, you could, well, it yeah, would be a seven for you if, if you were forced my, to chug it. Chug my thistle. Uh, <laughs> it's better than chug my chub. This will put you in your place, boy. Which leads us great into our next beer. <clears throat> Old chub. Chub, chub. Chug my chub. But uh, chub, chub. Chub. All right, so next up is Old Chubb from Chubb. Oscar Blues. Oh, That's a drop. It's like Sputnik. That's what the can says. That's okay. It says it's like Sputnik. I don't know what that means. I'm going to record <laughs> you saying Old Chubb. Old <laughs> Chubb. 
Chubb. Sputnik. Oh, Chubb. Now, I love all of Oscar Blue's beers. I don't think I've had one that I didn't like. Um, that is a big cock. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this one's no exception. Always been a favorite of mine. Um, okay. Brewed in Colorado. Green can. Sorry, Sawyer. Green can, right? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. with silver lining. Yeah. This one is 8% alcohol by volume. Same as Iron Thistle. Iron Thistle. Okay. I like Thistles. Uh, the aroma... I. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's Color? A little darker than hey, the Iron the Thistle. First t- is the it? first taste is with your eyes. This is definitely a lot redder. Uh, yeah, darker. Yeah, redder. The the head's a little uh, darker. Well, also, I wouldn't know about darker. I tan think head. The same. Yeah, that it's darker. The head is definitely a little bit more tan. Yeah. yeah so, well, no, I agree with that. I'm talking about the color of the beer. Yeah, the color is much darker. This is a good beer. It's it. I don't Drag get a stro- I don't See, get as strong of a smell. Yeah, the aroma is not as yeah, pungent or potent as a thistle. Yeah, potent potables <laughs> <laughs> for two hundred. Alex. The flavor is similar. You still get some of that caramel note. Um, yeah. I don't get as much of the peat character as I felt like I got out of the no. iron thistle. You know, I get I get a little bit more heat. I do peat. too. Heat, really? Yeah. Just just a hair more. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't get much from the iron thistle, but I get some more heat out of this. I don't get the unfermented wort sweetness, no. graininess that I did out of the iron thistle either. No, this not is, to say that's a bad thing because yeah. I, I love iron thistle, but this is definitely not like that for l- sure. It's a little bit different. I'm wondering if maybe it's my palate, but I'm picking up more nutty flavors as well. Now, could that be based off of what I've been drinking earlier today, or is it actually in this beer? Uh, you might get a little bit. I mean, it's all dark grain, so you're going to get nutty, biscuity, toasty. So then if a brew, if a beer is brewed without nuts, or if, a, if nuts are not included in the beer process, <laughs> then how do you get nutty flavors? I just, just get the nuts. Grain mm-hmm. selection. Grain selection. Yeah, some yeah. are going to be more nutty than others. The grains all have flavors to them, so that yeah, I yeah. mean, if you don't put any, uh, so then grains the nutty the flavor is kind of by design or off product or by design. I don't know what grains they used. I can't answer that question. Fair enough. For this specific beer, anyway, right? <clears throat> so it could be by design. Maybe they wanted a nutty flavor, or maybe it's just whatever malt they used just had a byproduct of a nutty. Okay. Well, I mean, the the flavor profile, according to BJCP, there could be some nutty character in there. Okay, well, That's there fine. Go. There's yeah. there's nothing against that. But it should be mostly like caramel, um, maybe not roasty, but a slight toastiness. Yeah. But yeah. it should be mostly caramel, bready, with some nutty character. Which is, is what I think we're getting from yeah. this. So is, is this style a lot like a porter? No. No. no? It's not dark enough. No. Yeah, Porter's going to have a way uh, a lot more of like roasty, toasty notes, and this one is more like syrupy sweet, but okay. not like sickly sweet. But that's a huge. Difference I don't know if syrupy is the right word. Man, I've always thought syrupy whenever I've had a wee heavy. Really? Yeah. These past, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I'm not talking like maple syrup where your your cheeks turn inside out because it's so sweet. Not not that, but. Strength Definitely and maltiness thick. can vary, but Full should not feel. be cloying or syrupy. No. <laughs> yes. No. No, I mean, that's what he gets. You know, right. I, so are you saying that when for this specific thing, you disagree with what the guideline says as far syrupy as syrupy? Syrupy in flavor, not in mouthfeel. Okay. 
I got you. Okay. Would the, so the sweetness, but not like thick and viscous. So would totally. the the byproduct of the, kind of like the serviness that you're saying would do? You, so are you kind of associating that with like maybe it was uh, a flavor added later in the brew process or from the beginning and it led up to the syrupiness? Kettle caramelization is a big part of the process of a lot of Scottish ales. Yeah. So like you're going to brew it uh, and boil it a lot longer so that you're getting some caramelization happening in the kettle. And then that, you know, which is basically turning the malt into syrup. So you're getting some of that mixing in with it. So then that happens late in the brew process. Yeah, it's a product of the whole thing. Okay. You know, the longer you boil something, you know, if you boil anything that has like a, a big sugar content, it's going to basically turn into, you know, sugar, caramel. Yeah, when you're talking about making candy, when you make candy at home, you're basically taking some kind of syrupy, sugary thing and boiling it all the way down to make candy. So if you make caramel at home, that's basically what you're doing is caramelizing whatever sugar thing that you've got that you started with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when my wife makes flan, she has to oh. make a caramel a caramel topping. Mm-hmm. And she basically just takes salt, or not salt, sugar, sugar, and puts it in a pot and then boils it. Right. Like just straight sugar. And then it starts like popping and crackling. It's really scary. Yeah. And then eventually it turns into... She makes really good flan. I had it once. It turns into a, a syrup. Yeah. Like, wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. So making candy. It's all the same process. I'm hungry yeah. now. I'm hungry. <sighs> anyway, so we haven't really talked specifically about the beer much. <laughs> you drinking beer? What? My beer is gone. So I'm we're getting a lot of the same caramel, uh, sweet character out of the old chub that we yeah. did in the iron thistle except i would say the iron thistle had a little bit more grain character to it yeah maybe some of that slight peatiness i still don't get any peatiness out of it uh well i don't out of this one at all yeah well i didn't get it out of the iron thistle but oh, i definitely okay. don't get it out of this if it was one so. it's very similar to the iron thistle but it's definitely a bigger heat yeah i definitely oh, get more wow. heat out of this see i don't i don't get that uh, if if you were to hand me this and told me it was a porter i'd say okay uh, no, just be- because of the heat. I don't get any toasted. I, I disagree with that because a porter is not as high as the... Uh, to me, it has more of a thin body feel to it a little bit. And then I associate... I typically associate like more nutty flavors to more porters than I do anything other... Any other styles. But that's how I personally perceive it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's still a good beer. Uh, but I definitely enjoyed that graininess for sure from yeah. the Iron Thistle. Um and the lack of heat. So, penability on this one? I'd, I'd go down. I have penability right now. On the Iron Thistle, I had a 7. I'd go with a 6 on this one. I had a 6 on the Iron Thistle. I'll have a 5 on this one. Same for me. 6 and 5. See, Sakar said he had a thin mouthfeel, and I'm stuck on that comment. W- uh, I think it might be a little thinner, but yeah. I don't think it's thin mouth. Thinner compared to the RAR? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe a medium. I think I'm the other way around. I think this light. is a little, a little heavier than the really? RAR. Hmm. I don't remember. I may be on an island on that, but I'm... I don't remember IDK. the mouthfeel of the RAR. I don't I think I commented on that specifically. I can't tell you you're wrong. <laughs> the well, reason why I say more of a thin mouthfeel is because whenever I take my first drink... um. I get a little more, it feels a little more watered down. Just feels a little more watered down to me. 
Um, I wouldn't say a whole whole lot. Maybe maybe that was a maybe that was bad diction. You know, uh, it may be closer to like a medium to thin, according to the to the guidelines, possibly. Mm. But it's still to me, it, it is a little watered down, and then the flavors kick in. But I feel like not much, and then flavors, and then I swallow. I, I think if we were pounding it, it'd be different. Uh, we'd, it'd probably taste a lot, a lot, a lot more. Uh, Y'all's poundability yeah. scores are a lot higher than what I would put it. Yeah, in. no, no, no would, but but whenever like, we're sipping it right one, now, I would I, definitely put the first one probably at maybe a five for yeah. me, and, and then this that's one fine. at yeah. like a four and a half. Yeah, and that's fine. Just uh, right now, when I sipped it before. Uh, it, it did seem a lot thinner, but then I pounded it and it, it was a little, it had a little bit more body to it. Uh, so I guess it just depends on how you're drinking. So what do you think it intensifies the more you drink? Uh, the bigger quantities. I think so. And quantity wise. Right. Cool. I love that diction. Yeah. What? That is a big cock. <laughs> oh, diction. Quantity. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next beer. Okay. So uh, next up, we have the real ale, real heavy beer. Uh, it's a what? really how heavy is it? It's real heavy. Oh, okay, yeah, like like it's a movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> this is a nine point three percent. Oh, all right. Um, it says rich and malt driven, part Highlands, part Hill Country, unfiltered, only in Texas, unpasteurized. And uh, yeah, interesting. This is the real ale, real heavy. I have not had this one before. Me neither. No, but uh, I get sort of a caramel aroma out of it. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to. I had to stir. Hold on. The first taste is with your eyes. Yeah. We we oh. have floaties. The first taste is with your eyes. <laughs> we have some floaties in there, and Super it's uh, it's a lot brighter, a lot lot uh, lighter in color. I don't have any floaties. It's more of an amber. You don't have any floaties? No, I got the top of the bottle. Huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amber to ruby color, depending on how you look at Did it. Did you say hamburger? I don't have no, any amber. Did I say hamburger? I didn't, as I, I didn't hold say it up, hamburger. As I hold it up to the light, I, <laughs> yes. it is a little murky, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I have floaties in mine. So. I have a lot of floaties. Yeah. Uh, the head is very thin, small, mm, tiny bubbles. Mine is very clear. <laughs> very, very light in color. Mm. Uh, let's smell it. See, this is more syrupy sweet on the aroma than yeah, the other one so Yeah, I agree. Far. Very malty. See, I get more peated. I don't get that in this one. I still don't get that. Let's taste it. Call me crazy. 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 All right, thanks. That's four out of five. You know, I know. No, no, I even Come on. Hey. I even oh, smell oh. I get some uh, heat out of the aroma, too. Really? This uh, is... It might be me. Just, just barely. I don't uh, get any heat. I don't this want to wait to me. Heat. All right, so while y'all taking a drink, this has more of a thicker mouthfeel, in my opinion. Just a little bit. Um, Slightly. Agreed. It uh, It's definitely very sweet, very caramelly. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty dang good. I get a this lot of caramel. Ha- this has that graininess to it, like the Iron Thistle did. And Hackershore. I think of a nectar. No. no, I get the the uh, grainy sweetness on this one. This is a lot more similar to the Iron Thistle than than the Old Chub. Why can't they make Hackershore year round? No, a serious question. Like, why not? I, I don't know. I would compare this to the Iron Thistle, Brew it uh, yourself. but with with uh, some heat. See, I don't get any heat. I, I get it. It's just I don't, I don't get any heat. The back back of which my throat. I I would say that this. And the the iron thistle are, if you handed 
handed one to me blind, I don't think I could tell them apart. Oh, I could. I, I think, think I think the Iron Thistle has more heat. Really? But this taste one's wise, more yeah. alcoholic. I think this one does. I know. That's the funny part. I I, I can't taste the heat. See, in this. I think I think they're very similar. I agree with Chris. I mean, I, mean, I, I think, think they're similar in, in flavor as far as sweetness, but everything. I, no, I, I, like I said, if you hand it to me blind, I couldn't tell you which is which. I could. I pick up the heat like after I swallowed and wait a couple of seconds that's when i pick up the heat i don't pick up any heat tasting it um i think that chris i my taste buds align with chris's on this one where like it they're pretty much interchangeable it's hard to tell the difference i'd be able to tell because of the heat right this is yeah it is no, a good I beer. Drink this all day. yeah uh, this is a good beer great flavor great sweetness it's it's nicely balanced at what 10 um, percent? i need to edit my rating on 9.3 this is this is great I really have little to uh, yeah, little to suggest. If I were if I were writing a, a judge sheet on this, I wouldn't have many suggestions to give to improve on it. No. I would write comments on what they've done well, which is a lot of things. Yeah, um, great. Yeah, just everything is is really well crafted and and put it together as a, a complete product, and I'm quite pleased with it. Yeah. What, so, what flavors do you get, Travis? I like the syrupy brown sugar sweetness, mm. uh, not necessarily molasses, not maple syrup, but just if you were to take a, a regular sugar, brown sugar, and then uh, brown, drink it in a liquid form, it, it's this. It's great. Which it would be caramel. <clears throat> right. Do you pick up any like nutty flavors? Caramel or caramel? Both. Apricot Same or names. apricot? And no, I do not get any nuts. <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. I don't get nuts. I don't get any spices. Potato, potato. It's uh, straightforward, presented well. Ebola, Ebola. I like it, man. That, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and moving into the poundability. My poundability rating. I'm going to give this a eight. <laughs> Seven to eight, yeah. Chug it right now. I can't chug a beer, but I'm going to try. So, because I said this and the RAR are the same beer. Oh, here's the live listen of what uh, he's doing. And I was expecting to be like... <laughs> that actually wasn't too bad. So, oh. because I said the the Sorry. real heavy and the RAR are very similar, I'm going to have to give it the same rating. Six. <clears throat> I'm going to stay at a six. Uh, that's one down from the... Iron Thistle for me. I think I put the raw to seven. Yeah, I put mine at a seven. As yeah. far as poundability, yeah. I mean, like it's, taste, it's a ten. Oh, low, yeah. Low, uh, Taste-wise, these are both fantastic. But, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I still get more heat out of this one than to the Iron Thistle. It. Yeah. So it, that, that's why I'm going the down. The warmer it gets, you, the more you start to feel it kind of in your throat. It's, yeah, yeah. There's it's a lingering the, tingle. The flavor is just strong. It is. It is strong. It is. It's, it's a strong scotch. Yeah. I'm just glad I don't get like a scotch whiskey taste out of it that's oh, what i was afraid there's of. not that kind of heat i know no. i don't know that, that's what i was afraid of when i first saw scotch ale i'm like oh man it's gonna taste like whiskey oh no but yeah now see i like the flavor of whiskey it's just the burn i can't see i like the I burn. see but that's with. why you drink wild turkey 101 when oh, it's smooth <laughs> visit our sister podcast scotch styles <laughs> that's why you drink everclear just straight we should do that. step up your game when we get done with this yeah when we're bored of this, and then we do like bourbon styles. Yeah, I was gonna Scotch bring style. I was gonna bring styles. some tequila today. And I forgot styles. it. Tequila style. <laughs> tequila. Okay, well we're going to move on to our next beer now. Which is? I'm so glad you're here with us today because what? we have a, a new beer that we need to is try. Even I don't. What is that? I don't even know. It's a beer 
that I brought for a few reasons. One is <laughs> your accent is changing from it's what some it was. would say it's changing. <laughs> Chang, yes, like Chingy. Is that because he's wearing chainmail? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So first reason I brought this beer, which is from the Texas Big Beer Brewing Company. Okay. First reason I brought it. It uh, oh, and it's called the Renaissance Cowboy. Obviously, a Scotch ale. Renaissance. But I brought it because as of today, when we were recording this podcast on May first, it releases May third. This brewery is out of business. Whoa! Oh, man. Where are they located? They were located in Boona, Texas. Boona, Texas, south of here. South. But uh, yeah, their last day of business was yesterday, April thirtieth. They shut down, no longer in existence. So we're drinking a uh, a piece of history. Well, that's too bad. So that's part of the reason why I brought it. Okay. Uh, and I was kind of you know I, I'm the guy that runs the Twitter for our, the Bruce Styles podcast, so I'm pretty clued into the uh, other beer guys on Twitter, follow different bloggers and podcasts and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I heard about this, and then there was this one guy that I follow. Uh, his name is like Shade Texas Craft. So he follows some other Texas Craft brews. And he's got some sort of vendetta against these guys. Ah. Because he, like when they shut down, he was all up in arms saying that uh, that there's like some uh, conspiracy there. Because they've been running all these crowdfunding things. Wanting uh, people to donate money for everything. Yeah. Uh, up to a few months ago. They... They were wanting money for uh, to renew their TABC license, and that's something that should go into just regular operation cost. But then they they do a crowdfunding in November, and then in April they shut down. So this guy is thinking that they did this uh, crowdfunding to try to re you know revamp their cost, right? And um, you know I didn't really didn't really give much thought into it. But then when I go to the Twitter today, and you can do, you can look at it right now, Texas Big Beer, and it's on Twitter, and they are all about just kind of rubbing it in people's faces, like, oh, we we are we are shutting down debt free. Um, yeah, how do you crowdfund for a helicopter? Asking for a friend, and they're kind of being dicks about it. So now what? I'm like, I don't know what to think. Shutting down debt free, but you're shutting down. Yes. <laughs> You were, so, yeah, you're going out of business. Which I don't know why that's something to brag about. In a business about. sense means you failed. Yeah, you didn't work. And then their Twitter is all about crowdfunding, and it's it's really being kind of it's really being kind of crappy. Uh, I hate to say it, but I don't know. That's weird. I am drinking this beer out of spite because I know I will never buy it again because it won't exist again. And I mean, I could be totally wrong. I am basing this off of one guy's opinion. What he wrote, a beer blogger, and then what I'm viewing from their official Twitter stream. Okay. Well, so interesting. It's very respectable. Yeah. But here's a Texas Big Beer. It's the Renaissance Cowboy. Have we... We haven't had anything from them before. You purchased it, but you were asleep whenever... Uh, it was one of the uh, American porters. I thought they, I the Texas Crude is the one that I bought. Yes. Okay, and we the, drank it, but we didn't feature it because you were asleep. Okay, well, it was on the episode after 
yeah. the Porter because I know we drank it and I know we talked about it on the podcast, but it was after yeah. the Porter episode. Yeah, it was never featured. Okay, or and that was an okay Porter. <laughs> it wasn't like, ooh, this is fantastic. And I kind of get the same impression out of this. <laughs> it kind of it's murky yeah. and it's a dark brown this amber one, color. It, yeah, it's almost darker than the other ones. I don't know if I yeah. got a. No, I, bottom, I, I, I think it's it's the darkest one that we've had. It is the darkest one. Which, when you're talking about a wee heavy, it really doesn't matter what the color is. Wee heavy. Smell is very <laughs> different. Yes, it does. It, it really does. <clears throat> it actually freaked me out when you first poured it because it smelled of alcohol. I, I was about to say, uh, I get the alcohol smell in this one. Mm, what What's the ABV? 8.2. Yeah, it's more alcohol than any of them. So it's yes, Sawyer, the ABV. No, it sounded like you said the AVV. No, I said the ABV. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is that our $10 word for the day? ABV. ABV. Alcohol by alcohol volume volume. Okay. So. Alcohol vehicle volume. Sweetness and alcohol. Uh, little, just, I don't know if it's caramel or. I almost get some chocolate notes. Yeah, it's something that? different. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that it's sweeter. There's definitely some chocolate some or toastiness. More of the brown sugar in this one than that's in the others. Why are we reviewing this one? It's not going to exist. <laughs> no one's going to be able to go out and buy it. Now we can still talk about what we think about it. I think yeah. this is still good. The heat is not completely there like it was. No, not in the flavor. I actually don't get it in the flavor at all. I get more, yeah, I get more in the aroma than the flavor. Yeah, this but, is actually pretty drinkable. It, I like this. It was enough to scare me in the aroma. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot sweeter than the others. It's I mean, sweet and thin. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, though. Uh, that makes it more drinkable. Well, I don't I don't get the thinness, no, but I, I, there's a, a definite sweetness there. I think it might be as thin as maybe the Old Chub. No, it's thinner old than thin. that. But the 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 sweetness is way over the top. You know, um, Maybe un- you know, under attenuated. I, I think it's lower. I think I think f- for me, whenever I drink it, it does feel a little thin. But it's almost like Travis was saying, where maybe there's like a syrup on top. So there's like two layers in the drinkability, where it's like when it first enters your mouth, it is very thin. Don't get me wrong. But then all of a sudden, maybe all the other flavors. Hit Just and then it gets make it grow, huh? Thick, yes. <laughs> so it comes out as a little more medium, medium body. Then it goes back into what? Did you accidentally <laughs> get it in your mouth? No, it was on purpose. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I I think yeah. it exits my like tongue area and goes into my <laughs> esophagus. More of medium. That's body. a drop. <laughs> You may move to South Dakota, but you will forever live on the podcast. <laughs> yes. This is my tongue area. I mean, yeah, it's not a bad beer. Black Fist. It's not. So, you know, they don't exist anymore. And if you have unscrupulous business policies, then, well, it sucks for you. Well, honestly, Maybe. it's my least favorite of the four. Yeah, I will agree with that. Of the four, yeah. Maybe that's why they're shutting down. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily just buy it again. Subpar. It's, they're also it, in South Texas, so I mean. Well, I'm just saying, if if I go into a, as a consumer, if I go into a store and the four of these are sitting next to each other, you know the one I'm going to buy. The RAR. It won't be this one. I is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I would. I I don't think that this would be high I, on my list either. I love it's real ale beers. I love Oscar Blues beers. I love RAR beers. But when it comes down to the three, 
I'm going to buy RAR just because it's close by. I have that connection. I know the owners. I've met the owners. I've I just you know, like I've it been to the brewery. Sure. Well, yes, I, I do like it better. And I think there's an emotional context yeah. to choosing what beer you're going to buy. No offense. But what about per- somebody who, I don't know, in Asia who doesn't, who isn't close to those people and stuff like that, who doesn't have like They may not have the selection. But if what if looking, they do? If they have all three, you know, to choose from or all four. Then they need, to make, then they need to make their exactly. own decision. No offense to Frizz. I actually would choose the real ale over the RAR. Okay. I just, I think it's a lot, I think it's sweeter and the, the alcohol, the ABV, or not the ABV, but the heat, it's not there in the taste. And I like that. You know, I think that's more so in the Iron Thistle, in my opinion. You can say that to his face when he's here next week. Is he really going to be here next week? Just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Fritz, if you're listening, Maybe. you can come on anytime. Just now, Fritz, that doesn't mean I don't like your beer. I love your beer. You don't yeah. even know yeah, that. Fritz, check your email. Yeah. <laughs> well. All right, so let's move on. Penability on this one. Uh, I'm higher s- just because it wasn't. I'm going to say low. Yeah. It's too sweet. It's too syrupy. Yeah. I'm going to say like four on this one. I'd, I'd go back up to a seven. Six. Yeah, I'm about a five. Car. I don't uh, know. I'm good. Sorry. He's trying to pass his beer off, so I'm going to say I, it's low. I tried to pound it. I'm still going to say, like, maybe maybe a four. Maybe a four. Give me your sweet nectar. See, I, I don't get as much sweetness as you guys, but uh, it, it's a lot thinner to me, and there isn't as much alcohol uh, feel from it. It reminds me of the Iron, iron Thistle as far as the alcohol feel, because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't mm-hmm. get much. I when smelled it. Comes- it but I didn't taste it at all. When it comes to pounding, I I think that the uh, heat content actually increases a little bit. So um, for me, the the poundability rating is actually still pretty low, which I would say a four at tops personally. Yeah. So all right. Well, we got one more commercial example, so let's get to that one. Right. So up next is Founders Brewing, Dirty Bastard. Bastard. It smells dirty. So. We did not check the explicit box. Yes, thank you, Travis. Get it out of your system. This is the dirty bastard. Bastard, 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 bastard. Dirty but we ain't gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. All right, so this one's eight point five percent. Like that one. That was tight. Scotch style ale. That was a good flow. I'm not gonna be I'm not I ain't even gonna fry it. Like that was a nice flow. Here's what the bottle says. So good, it's almost wrong. Dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties of imported malts. Complex in finish with hints of smoke and peat. Peat. Paired with a malty richness and a right hook of hop power to give it the bad attitude that a beer named Dirty Bastard has to live up to. Bastard. Eight for the wee lads. I definitely get some dirtiness out of it. Well, it must be the the <clears throat> the uh, peat. I'm finally getting it. I don't know, but it smells weird to me. Just apparently, I, I do get more of the brown sugar and the aroma. Apparently, you have a weak right left hook. We me. really need to back up because we haven't even talked about the color. Oh, sorry, or anything. It is so it's, dark. It's, it's dark ruby. Dark ruby. Yeah. Uh, brilliantly clear. However, not the darkest one that we no, had. and it's very very small bubbles, tiny bubbles. Uh, light tan, tan head. Yeah, light tan head. I think you might be ready to take the BGCP exam. 
Sawyer. Oh, really? Yeah, you use right a very verbose stuff. conversation. Oh, I like this. Well, High you. five. Thank Good you. diction. High five. <laughs> I think James is actually offering a class starting in a few months if yeah, you want to is. sign up for it. You should. 82, if, I'm not, yeah. if I'm not broke, I might do that. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> it's worth it. It's okay. fine. Go okay. fund me. I'm going to wait a while. I'll donate. Anyway, lots All of right. caramel. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. Lots of caramel, toasted, um, brown sugar characters in the I, aroma. I, I get some heat in the aroma as well. I, really? I actually don't get any heat in, uh, yeah, in this aroma. I don't either. Uh but it, there is some sweetness, but there's something that's dirty about it. Like, and that was before I even saw the name. It just smells weird, and it's got to be that the peat moss, because I didn't get it in any of the other ones. Yeah, that that character's coming through a lot more than the other beers. They stated it, and they want it. Yes, it's in the description. So yeah, they <laughs> they want you to think that, and they. Or they're putting yeah. the idea in your head. Have we no, all, this, this was before I, be. I read the well, name. I, I know. Whenever you enter a beer into a competition, if you claim something, then it has to be at the front. Like if you say, this is a, a brown ale with nuts, then you have to get the nutty character up front. If nuts. you say, this is a Scottish... Well, no, that's a bad example. If you say, this is a Roush beer, then the smoke has to be very prevalent. Smoke. Um, Whenever you claim something. So if they're yes. claiming it on the bottle, you should expect to get a lot of it. I think so, I uh, taste it. Too. This reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. You really? know, he I, said, I, I, oh, okay. says that. Uh, Sorry. All right. So uh, Eddie just kind of answered my question for me, but I was going to ask, have we all tasted it yet? Um, <laughs> it's a beer podcast. Well, of course we taste it. Well, we were going through the steps, you know, and I just want to make sure before I start talking about I like it. this beer. Um, yes, I do like this beer. I think this is a bit thicker mouthfeel than the last one that we had. Um, it's yeah, maybe a little. It. I think it's uh, yeah. This is actually my least favorite out of the all oh, the ones we've had. <clears throat> I like founder. News. I like founders, but this one just tastes nasty to me. Really, uh, it's got How's that. So? Uh, it's the got dirtiness. It, it's yeah, that dirtiness. It's got to be the peat moss because I. Yeah, I would agree. Well, I, I wouldn't tell. Uh, that's well, my we least had peat moss on the first one. Why is but it so different this time? I didn't get it in the, any of the other ones. And this one, I'm getting some dirty, like uh, vegetation so kind of. Well, taste. they did say that their hop character came through, so maybe they used a. a dirty that's hop. probably what I'm tasting then, because this reminds me a lot of the old chub, except mm. for the fact of the uh, alcohol. See, for me, I can kind of see where Eddie's going, but I kind of taste a little bit, uh, a little bit of the 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 smoke flavor. I taste a little bit of smoke flavor as well. Um, smoke or or peat? I've never eaten peat, so I I don't really know. I've never I've never really experienced peat before this podcast, so I don't really know. But what I do taste is kind of like a, a smoky flavor. Well, honestly, I think the two may be confused, and that's why the BJCP made it a point to mention smoked peat is inappropriate. However, a peated character from the source water is fine. So I, th- I think the two are very similar or could be confused. Cool. So let's, you should let, be. Let's open it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That never gets old. Wow. Thanks, Travis. I don't know. I, yeah. I taste a smoke character. Okay. Is what I taste. Yeah. And I don't think that it's me personally just drinking the beer. I don't think it's from just the water source. I think it's actually a smoke taste built into the beer itself. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I hate this beer. I, I didn't like <laughs> hate? it at all. Yeah, I, hate like, is such I, a strong word. Because I would never buy it again. Really? Yeah, I would never buy this beer. Uh, it's, I've liked all the rest of them, but this one's got this flavor that's just dirty and like, just not good to me. I, I, I definitely can see kind of like the dirty flavor that, that Eddie's talking about. Um, it's like almost like... <laughs> Like you're taking dirty water and giving it a smoke flavor as well. It is uh, like liquid smoke, it. adding liquid smoke to the beer. I is would what never I get. buy it again. Just, I mean, that, that, that to me is just hating it. Okay, okay. Because I definitely would. Five poundability rating. You know, I think five poundability would be about a five and a half, six. If you hate it, why did you give it a three on Untapped? Because three is just my midpoint. Like I, as in like <laughs> midpoint, not hate. Well, because I wouldn't drink it again. Okay, so give it like a two. No, I wouldn't drink it again. Usually, beers that I give a three to, three or lower, I wouldn't ever buy again. So did you? So did you give it a three because, according to the style guideline, it meets the style guideline. Yeah, like Is that it, why you it's gave got it a some three? of the the right flavors, but there's that one flavor that I just wouldn't drink. Okay. But then you also have to take into effect that if he gets it for free, uh, he's gonna drink it. Right, it's alcohol and it's free. Yeah. Maybe that should be I, I might just free. hand it over to Sam. Waffle fries, free. <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree. I actually kind of like this one, yeah. right. and that's, that's fine. My opinion, I like. I, I would give this a seven point five poundability. Yeah. Okay. See, I I'm like different. all of that's these. Okay. I am a huge fan of Scottish beers, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So, every single one of these, I would definitely buy again. Now, yeah. have I had beers from each of these companies that I don't like? Yeah, possibly. But, I every one of these styles, I. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I don't know if we're moving on to poundability or not. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We've been on that. Well, Travis was. <laughs> okay. Well, if if I were to give it a poundability rating, it'd be high just because the, as far as poundability, it's easy to pound. It doesn't have a strong alcohol taste. It's just that, that flavor to me that, that, that just turned it off for me. So I'd still give it a seven because it's a little heavier. But it's not a taste I'd want to pound. See, but I, I don't could pound, pound it. Crap out of it. See, I don't think I would give it a high poundability because I, it's I, sweeter. I, I mentioned earlier it's sweeter than the others. I'd, I'd probably give this a five. Yeah, see, and it's not sweet to me. It just has a w- bad taste. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's just how it is for me. Oh, I already said it a long time ago, five and a half to six. Oh, I guess I missed that. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Travis? I might give you the shits later. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> We have a fantastic homebrew example I think that we'd watched. like to wrap up this episode with. Yes. And it's fantastic because it's mine. All right. Do it. Well, I'm glad you asked. Bean We do have a homebrew, a legitimate homebrew. Rep- uh, what? I was Repre- going to say representation. Representation. Re- recipe for this episode. Episode. Ricky, Ricky. Yeah, it's one that I made a long time ago, more than a year ago, and I've submitted yeah, it to true. a few things. Um, I don't remember if it won any Master Brewer ribbons, but I know it did get pushed to the second round of uh, Blue Bonnet. Didn't win there. Was that last year? This year. This year. Okay. However, uh, so the We Heavy category was also combined with all of the barley wines That's and right. all of the uh, other strong mm-hmm. British beers. Oh, so there's great. like, I mean, okay. 70 wow. different entries. Rough. And mine was pushed to the second round. So, I mean, that's nice. I can set it a win. Nice, man. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. good. Um, that's great. Respectable. Yeah. This is the last bottle on earth. Very nice. Beautiful. And I decided to bring it today. 
Yeah. You gonna brew it again? Yay. Oh yeah, it was good. Good beer. I have a lot Turbo. of head. Um, it's <coughs> called Carillion Ale. It was a Star Wars series. I love my Carillion Ale. So, a little different. It's my beer, so I'll give you the recipe. All right. It was a twelve point seven five pounds of Golden Promise, Ooh. a UK base uh, yeah. base malt, and three ounces of roasted barley, also English. And then that was for a sixty minute mash at one fifty four, and then I did a sixty minute boil. Northern Brewer, one ounce at 45 minutes. And then after that, just kind of Irish Moss at 15, yeast nutrient. And the yeast was a Scottish Ale yeast at Ooh. Y Yeast uh, 1728. Scottish Ale. And I do remember uh, this one had to be a very low starting fermentation temperature. So this was at a time like when my, well, at the time she was yet to be my wife, but... She was gone for a week, so I just cranked the AC down. It was like 65 degrees in the house, and then I put it in a uh, in the coldest area of the house. <laughs> so it was it was maybe like 62 to start with the fermentation. Nice. And then you let that go for as long as it can, and then you start to gradually raise it up. And then after that, I bottled it and put it in the fridge for, I guess, maybe six, eight months. It was a long time from the time I brewed it to the time I... Well, you, it. did you bottle it and then let it carbonate, then put it in the fridge? Or did you bottle it and put it straight in the fridge? I did two weeks of carbonation, so okay. I know it did carbonate, and then after that it was uh, cold. Okay. Cold so conditioned. Would, would that be lagering? Yes. Yes, technically it would be. Cold conditioned. Yeah, lager be. just means to store. So, yeah, he stored it for but uh, a while. This yeah. I, I did brew this over a year ago, so. All right. Well, let's try it. This is the last bottle on earth. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Corellian Ale. I missed. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I was looking at the color. I had to turn around. First taste is really nice. Amber? Uh, Dark amber? Head. Murky. Cloudy. Very cloudy. You're just cloudy? Mine's actually Mine's pretty dang clear, clear, yeah. I can't see Um, through mine. I guess I got the bottom on the bottom. 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 It's all pretty dark. Yeah. Thanks, Travis. That's really good. I still get caramel. Yeah, I smell brown sugar. Yeah, and I smell lots a little of bit sugar. Of, I get some alcohol. What's the ABV on this again? Good question. <laughs> you know, I actually don't get alcohol from this. You don't? I don't either. But this it's is sweet. Nine point five. Holy <laughs> crap! I spoke too soon. I I catch the alcohol on the after you swallowed, like maybe one or two seconds afterwards. That's when I I taste the heat. I didn't. That's when it creeps back up on me. I don't really catch anything. Yeah, I didn't get it, but it's... Travis, you're going to hate this comment. Raisins? I get raisins. Well, raisins. yeah, I get some raisins. raisins. But well, you're the, supposed to get a dark fruit. Yeah. Well, maybe. It, it's optional. Yeah. The carbonation tastes like a Travis beer. <laughs> what does that well, mean? Well, he is Travis. All, for some reason, I don't know why, if you hand me one of his beers, I can pick it out in a lineup. Just because the bubbles... How they look and the carbonation profile. I don't know why. So here's what we'll do. Is that because you're used to them? Well, because I every single beer that I've had of his, I know it's his beer, and so I, it does have a different carbonation. It tastes yeah. because it's bottle conditioned, and whatever priming solution he uses on a, on a regular basis produces the exact same carbonation feel mm. versus 
CO2 carbonation feels different. You know, so, and, and actually, I've had a... Sorry. No, that's cool. That's cool. Go, go, go. No, no, no. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I've had a different I'll experience. Uh, most of the beers I've had from him have been flat, almost. Uh, this is the first one that's actually really carbonated. But go ahead. Here's what we'll do. I'm feeling the love today. Let's put it to the <laughs> test sample. <laughs> when Eddie starts brewing... Okay. We'll, he'll brew a beer, and when we get a, a get beers ready to to drink, we'll put to, we'll put it in a lineup, all all three of us. All right, bring it, and we'll see if you can pick out Travis's beer. Bet you I can. What if Eddie brews a full batch, and we each take a gallon home, ferment it in our own way? Oh yeah, and then bring it back, and then Chrissy like does a little blind mix up. I like that and idea. Shows it to us. Here's <laughs> sample A. Here's sample B. Yeah, so they're all my beer. Here's so, example A. Here's I like example. that idea. I like that idea. So, Chris, um, because you do realize that it is Travis beer, mm-hmm. what is your actual opinion on it, though? I think it tastes fine. Yeah, it, 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 it fits good. the style. Yeah, it's what's a your fantastic opinion beer. on it? I mean, it fits the style, but that what is do my you opinion. Taste? I do get some of the dark fruits. There's some raisin and plum going on, which is could be the style. Um, I, I would expect a little bit more of the caramelization to come through and some brown sugar, less of the fruitiness than, than what's being presented right now. That would be my, if I were to write a sheet on it right now, I would say color, carbonation, I don't get really a whole lot of alcohol, which isn't supposed to be there. It can be, but it, it's not a requirement. Um, but the the fruitiness is a little out of style. Yeah, okay. it, it does have a little bit of fruitiness. I can see that, but it's so sweet. I still get caramel. Yeah. Out of to it. be honest, the first time I tasted it and smelled it, I thought maybe there might be some sourness. Hmm. Oh, I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't get that either. But but when I tasted it and the fruit hit, I was like, okay, that's what I'm getting. When I when I smelled it, I thought there might be a sourness. But when I tasted it, I knew immediately it was a dark fruit that was present. I got a little more fruitiness than the other other beers we drank today. Um, I think it's very balanced, actually. But the fruity notes do stand out quite a bit. I agree, absolutely. It's definitely that. That was one of the first things that I picked up when I tasted it. But I can't tell you the last time I've had this. It's probably I, months. Well, I can I can tell you. I don't know how many months ago, but I remember the last time I had this was at a homebrew club meeting, and I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think the dark fruit character has come out over time. It was not there before. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. I would have this again. Just throw it out there. I really I like that. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you feel better. I just uh-huh. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> That's fine. With. Yeah. With y'all, t- with y'all more experience. Okay, so would y'all still consider this a Irish stout or Irish? Uh, yeah, Scottish well, ale. Not, Scottish not ale. Irish stout. Oh my god. We Scottish have a yes. Ale. Hi, welcome to Bruce Styles. We heavy. <laughs> would y'all still consider this a wee heavy? Um. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I would. It's high alcohol. It's. Uh. It's got all malt the forward. Yeah. It's very malty. Yeah. It's got the caramel. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, the only possible drawback would be the fruit characters a little bit on the front side. Yeah. But like I said before, six months ago, whenever that was the last time I had this, that wasn't there. It also goes away the more that you drink it, though. Yeah. And I will be starting a crowdfunding uh, campaign <laughs> to, to fix this recipe, so, so keep I'm a lookout curious. for that. 
how do you distinguish the taste of a malt versus a fruit taste? Fruit's going to be all like esters and phenols, so that's going to be yeast-based. And depending on the uh, the fermentation temperature, that's where it comes from. And then malt's just all straight, either bread or grain or, or sugar, sweetness. Okay. But how you differentiate is just what you taste. If okay. you taste yeah. fruit, you taste fruit. If you don't taste fruit, you don't taste fruit. Nobody can tell you you're wrong. That's the whole point. Uh, fair enough. All right. Well, let's let's close this thing out, huh? Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Bruce Styles, where our topic of discussion was a wee heavy. We'll spring into our next style, which is the Hellesbach, uh, which a lot of people call the Maybach. Come Bach and see us. Cheers till then. Okay, bye.